0: The following audio drama is rated PG-13 and may include coarse language, sexual references, and violence. Parental guidance is recommended. Children under the age of 13 should listen with an adult.
1: Hi there and welcome to the Electric Vicuna podcast, original audio drama from 12 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. Tonight's show is one of the darkest scripts I've ever written. When the actors came in to read the script, there were some real moments of discomfort. You know, wrath is a very dark sin because it's so primal. People can explode into fury or simmer burning. Anger has all kinds of latitude. It can be the thing that a quiet man seeks revenge for, or the stuff that makes postal workers and clock towers into ugly metaphors. Tonight, we present The Hitchhiker
2: at Wrath. Shadowlands Theater presents The Seven Deadly Sins, Episode 5, Anger, The Hitchhiker. Written by Jack J. Ward. Produced and directed by Jack J. Ward and Andrew Dorfman. There is
0: a land that's somewhere beyond the
2: horizon.
0: You may catch a glimpse of it when the sun sets, or in the moments before dawn. It's the twilight that flickers at the edge of imagination. Somewhere between reality and fantasy. It's the place where monsters roam and portals to other worlds wait in the back of the closet and in the crevices of your mind. Welcome to the Shadowlands. <laughs> scene is familiar. A car broken down on the side of the road and a man. A quiet, unassuming hitchhiker is about to become an unlikely traveler down the snow-covered road leading to the Shadowland.
3: Are you stupid? No, I'm sorry, I just... It's a goddamn blizzard out. I, I know. You can't stand in the middle of the road. Jesus Christ. I, I know. I, just, just, I barely saw you, you goddamn stupid son. I know. What are you doing?
4: My car broke. Down.
3: Christ, you gave me a heart attack. I don't need to shit.
4: I know, I'm sorry. Can, can I get a lift?
3: Yeah, sure. I, I'll unlock the door. Okay. Back in a sec. Hey, where are you going? You don't need this shit Sorry
4: What did you have to do? I just had to grab my case You a doctor? Uh, no, what? That bag's huge Oh, uh, of course, I forgot, it's an antique
3: Threw at your feet
4: That's okay, I'll hold on to it for a little while
3: What's the matter, you look like your best friend just stepped on your pet turtle I'm fine Well, I only look like that when I'm halfway past piss town I never lose my temper No, you might try it sometime, you'll explode if you keep it bottled up where are you headed? Just in a churro. Well, I'm not going there, but I'll let you off at the city limits. That would be fine, thank you. My wife worries. Pussy whipped, huh? I guess so. I never got leased. No? Hell no. It's really coming down, isn't it?
4: Yeah, they're calling it the worst storm of the year.
3: Hell of a time to be out working. Just driving
4: back from the office at Hammers. What are you doing out in the roads? It's none of your damn
3: business. Oh, okay. Storm. I can't go any faster than 30 in
4: this shit. I know. We haven't had a storm like this since I was a kid. Oh, you like the snow? Sure, sure. Spent a lot of time in it. My father didn't like us inside. No? No. Children should be seen and not heard. You'd have a tough day. Well, days.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure your mommy did up your overcoat for you. No. No mom, huh? Jeez, that must have been real tough. I can see that you're scarred for life. I'm sorry? God damn it. You you know what the problem is with people like you? Maybe
4: I should have just waited with my car. The problem
3: with people like you is you have no freaking idea what real people like me go through. But my cell phone was out of range? Yeah, my mistake. I understand completely. Cell phone, huh? You drive a lot? Too much. I like driving. It's like the only time I can really feel calm. You're in control when you drive. You know what I mean? It's like... Every other moment in my life, I'm being bitched at by somebody or other, but I don't even get peace when I sleep. But man, when I'm driving, it's... I've been across the country five times. You know, when you're in your car, you decide how comfortable you want it. Like, you decide where you sleep, and you decide when and what you eat. You decide what music you listen to. You're the master of your own know, freaking destiny in your car. It's... God damn it. Radio, I can't get anything.
4: Mm, power's out all across Halifax. About a transformer blowing? you could think that one of these stations have come in. Nah, not a lot on the AM bands in these parts.
3: I found buttons.
4: I usually listen to books on tape myself.
3: Yeah, I guess you'd just be bench-pressing vocabulary all the way home by now if your tire didn't blow. I guess. Did you have a spare? I... I, I don't know how to change it. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, those lug nuts, they can be real hard to turn. I'm stronger than I look. Oh. You work out?
4: Just good genes. I exercise. Occasionally.
3: I like a good workout. You watch wrestling?
4: I'm not really into sports.
3: (laughs) Not sports. No. No, no, no. Not Olympic wrestling. I'm talking pro. You know, the real stuff. Big-ass guys beating the snot out of each other. Not some... Pansy and a leotard groping some other pansy on all fours. And it's real. I don't give a flying crap what anyone thinks. You don't see those Olympic fairies getting broken bones or dying in the ring, do you? No, I see. I... Well, do you?
4: No, I get. No, I guess not. I've never seen pro wrestling. Uh, should, shouldn't you be watching the road?
3: You know, real wrestlers drive all over the country to wrestle too. They don't have like gold buses like these goddamn pansy kids on the back street or some other bunch of freaks yeah yeah and I remember this one story there's Vincent Lopez former world champion wrestler and the butcher Vachon and the mad Russian they're all riding in the same car the Russian's sleeping in the back seat and Lopez is friggin' bored right so he looks at the butcher and he says hey follow my lead so then he slams his hand on the car door and he skids on the brakes. The car squeals to a halt sideways on the road, just jackknife. And the Russian's wide awake now in the back seat. I don't care. And so out. Vince yells out, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. And he's screaming like he said a cyclist. That's dude. awful. <laughs> well, it gets worse. Vince tells him to wait in the car. And he gets out, and he runs back to check on the body. You know? And it's a real foggy night, and they can't see him. And he makes all these groaning sounds. He's all like, oh, oh, oh. And the Russian's freaking. He wants to call the cops. Lopez comes back and he reaches past the butcher into the glove compartment and he grabs his gun and he says, Oh my god, he see my face. I can't afford to get caught, so I'm going to go take care of him. And the Russian's beside himself. Vince walks back, he empties the gun, blam, 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 and then he comes back. And... I can't believe it. Uh, that ain't the half of it. So Lopez tells him the dead cyclist has this expensive ring on, but he can't get it off his finger. So he rifles through the glove compartment and he grabs his huge hunting knife and he goes back to, you know, chop and. Ah. What's wrong? Gas station's closed. I wanted a coffee.
4: We're getting low on gas, too?
3: Yeah, I, I got some gas in a tank in the back. The really? Yeah, it's a long drive from Ontario. You're from Ontario? Hey, you're just breaking out all over with a bad case of nosy, you know. Sorry. Why don't you just mind your own business?
4: Sorry, I just... well, you said... Gas sorry. costs a lot out here. I, I know.
3: freaking bring your gas I,
4: I said I'm sorry. So, what happened with the cyclist? What? fake cyclists? You know, with those wrestlers?
3: N- nothing. I, I don't want to talk about it. We you just shut up? Sorry. Yeah, that's another thing. How about we give that word a break for a little while, alright?
4: Look, th- this is okay. You-, you can stop right here. I'll go to the gas station, uh, maybe get a payphone, and... No,
3: no, 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 no. You stood in front of my truck, man. You wanted a ride. So, let's go for a ride. What? Well, what do you mean? I mean, by the time we're done, we'll be getting in touch with Healings. I won't even charge you for therapy. How's that for a deal? I mean, I'd really rather... Just go. sit back and enjoy. We'll be in Truro soon enough. Don't forget your wife. What? What, what about it? She'd worry a whole lot more if you never turned up. Wouldn't she? You're awful quiet. You said that Yeah, I, I know what I said, but I'm, I'm starting to think you're right. You just can't get past. Oh, I,
4: I get angry. No, you said that... You I said didn't... I never lose my temper, and I don't. I know exactly where it is.
3: <laughs> real funny. I wasn't joking. Well, that's what makes it funny. You know what the problem is with people today? Yeah, man, it's uh, folks like you who know what the problem is with people today. Uh, I'm...
4: What? Oh, never mind.
3: That's better. Did you just say never mind because I pissed you off or because you're scared of saying sorry to me again? I'm not scared. It's not an answer. Okay, so I'm dying to know. What is the problem with people today?
4: Lack of focus.
3: Jesus, that's sublime. That is goddamn sublime. You're one of those goddamn prophets. you got to be. You're given tasty tidbits of popcorn wisdom from the Almighty. So tell me, how did you come by this revelation?
4: You're just going to ridicule.
3: Not at all. I'm sitting on the goddamn edge of my seat. Seriously, man, tell me. We got miles of the white shit in front of us, and I'm learning the meaning of life. Don't stop now.
4: My father was a wise man.
3: Most dads are.
4: No, he was unique. My father had a thing about focus. He wanted to be a fiddler for a living. Fiddle? Yeah, you know, violinist, play for square dances, kitchen, Kaylee, what have you. He'd play nearly every night. Oh, Yeah, anyway, he was a lousy fiddler. He'd play until his fingers bled and never got any better. Thing is, it wasn't real desire to do well that kept him practicing all night. No? No, it was anger, pure anger. He got better eventually, broke a lot of bows getting there. Focus in life, even your anger. See, I don't see real value in just being angry with people. I put it into my work. It pushes me to better things. As much as Dad tried to focus it through, anger just pushed him down. You like music? Sure. I'm still not gonna get much in.
2: No, the aerial ain't much either. Padre's continue to outpace the message. fifth <laughs> <Next> game. Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Police are warning. <laughs> no word on the highway murder. Until then, the hunt continues. Stormy weather, hurricane force from offshore. Expect Tuesday. Will back in a minute with business from your all-news station, C Cut ninety-nine point three.
4: That's probably your best bet. The news station is closest.
2: No. You
3: know what song I liked when I was a kid? What? Big Rock Candy Mountain
4: yeah I remember that song
3: you do oh huh? oh the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees near the soda water fountain
4: <laughs> and the lemonade springs or the bluebird sings yeah, in the big rock, rock candy, candy mountain
5: <laughs> that's
4: good man you know the verses no it's been too long
3: yeah but that, that's the thing about the song it, it comes off like it's a a kid's tune but it's really for hobos like it's it's like a place they go when they die or something yeah Oh, yeah, check it out. In the Big Rock Candy Mountain, the cops have wooden legs. The bulldogs all have rubber teeth and the hens lay soft-boiled eggs. Farmer's trees are full of fruit and the barns are full of hay. I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the sleet don't fall and the wind don't blow. In the Big Rock Candy Mountain.
4: Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
3: Big Rock Candy Mountain The jails are made of tin You can slip right out again As soon as they put you in Bum 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 There ain't no short handle shovels No axes, saws, nor picks I'm bound to stay Where you sleep all day Where they hung that jerk That invented work In the Big Rock Candy Mountain Yeah Big Rock Candy Mountain, man you read sure yeah you look like you read lots thanks that wasn't exactly a compliment uh, Oh. don't get me wrong i used to read a lot too and then well you know things happen tv takes up a lot of your time you know
4: hey i don't really own a television <laughs>
3: yeah i figured that think you're better than me or something no no, you think you're like smarter or something just because you don't have a TV. I
4: never said that. No, the one I want is it. I just, I just, I don't have a television. It never appealed to me. You're right. I read a lot as a kid.
3: That's, that's all. I read a lot too, you know. All right. Do you read comics? Sure. Good. I was just thinking about how much I liked reading comics when I was a kid. I I love this comic book called Rom's Space Knight. He was just this guy in this tin suit, and he couldn't get out of it. You you ever heard of him?
4: No, no. Was he honorable? Honorable? Yes, I read about King Arthur's knights when I was young. They were all uh, honorable.
3: Oh, shit, yeah. As honorable as they come. He had honor coming out of his ass. (laughs) He chased all around the galaxy for these these things, um, what were they called, Uh, dire or something, dire the dire race
4: apt name for an antagonist
3: yeah that's what I would have thought too anyway uh, he, he never killed anybody he had this code about killing you would have liked that even though he was a spaceman he was like a knight and I guess that was the whole point of Rom Space Knight sounds like he was a hero yeah but it wasn't that easy uh, noble quest never actually. he got stuck in the armor half cyborg like that Van Dam flick You know, half, half machine he couldn't just be a man I met this one chick named Brandy, and he really cared for her, you know. So much so that he would give up being a space knight in a heartbeat just to be a man a for her. But, but I, I know it's corny, but I used to love that stuff. You know, most kids read like Batman or Superman or, or, or Spider-Man or some shit like that, but I just read Ron. Maybe it's like you said, something noble about the way he did stuff, you know. It's pure and innocent virtuous. Yes, I can see that. And, you know what the kicker is? I went on the web recently. You know, the internet? Yeah. Yeah, and I go looking for ROM Space Night. I found out the comic finished at issue 75, just like that. Bam. I guess they tried to make new ROM comics a couple of times, but they they couldn't. They didn't own the rights to ROM. Some, uh, some toy company did. Anyway, get this. They made a comic based on a single toy. Weird. Eh? You know, in the, in the comics, Rom's space armor always looked crappy, but the toy Rom, it looked like shit. It looked like a tiny little trash bin with these glowing eyes. No one ever bought it. So, as a toy, Rom's a failure. But as a comic book hero, he's popular. You get it? So, then I read about all these guys who like Rom's space night, like me, and they're all pissed off because somewhere down the line they actually made a mini-series of comics called Space Nights. But in the first one, the very first issue, they kill off Rom, and every Rom fan freaks. And it's not like he dies like a hero at all. It's just, it's not even a good death. He just gets destroyed in the ship. I never read that series. It's space Nights. And then, there's this article interviewing the writer of this crap. Jim, somebody, whatever. You know, you know what he says about killing off Rom? No. What he says he's all matter-of-fact. He's all balls of brass. He says, oh, I read Rom, and I thought it was stupid. And I just really needed to make money to pay for my It's boat. no honor today.
4: Nobody cares about what's right or wrong.
3: Exactly. I just can't get it out of my head, though. Here's something that starts off as a toy, fails miserably, and then the comic book's just there to sell the toy. It it takes on, well, like like a hero of old. A A legend. Yeah, that's it, a legend. For kids all over the place for like ten years, and then poof, it's gone. And when it finally does come back, it makes money for some dumb son of a bitch who doesn't even like it. Someone who just fixed his boat with the profits. And it's like money to legend, back to money. That's, that's... Ironic. What?
4: It's ironic. Failed to make money and eventually did so only because it was popular, not as merchandise.
3: Yeah, that's well, ironic. great. It's something, all right. Anyway, I did more reading, and I checked on the guy who originally wrote Rom. You know, Rom Space Knight. He's a famous comic book writer back when I was a kid. But you know where he is now? he was in a car accident he's a a
4: vegetable that's that's too bad I'm sorry
3: no it's the worst way to go at least Rom got blown away not stuck in some hospital somewhere yeah it's, uh, it's it's better to die fighting shapeshifters I guess than to rot away
2: Raped. 12 dead and four wounded. No group claimed authority. Goddamn little police. Just nuke those sir. bastards. Get over with. No word on the highway slaying. Uh, police are saying there is no connection. Of four different people on highways. Tucker Macklin. Macklin escaped in medium security eight days ago. Police believe he's headed east in. Let's turn that off. I was listening to that. I
4: wanna, just wanted to hear... The reception was giving me a headache. Yeah, but they were talking about the escape... Yeah. I just had the funniest thought. Yeah? Oh, no, not, nothing, nothing, nothing.
3: No, 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 please tell me, Mr. Freaking Reader. What clever thought is running through your head? It's, uh, it's, it's nothing, really. Just wondered about that...
4: Uh, yeah? A, 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 about the wrestlers. You, you never finish your story.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where was I? Uh, the champion guy? Vincent Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: Lopez. He pretended to shoot a cyclist and took a knife, supposedly cut off his finger and got a ring. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Yeah, right. So so he comes back to the car, like a moment later. His, his hands douse with fake blood. Just, you know, every pro wrestler has a fake blood ball on him, so... He shows his own ring up for both the butcher and the mad Russian to see. He's he's pleased as punch that he's about to get away with murder. Uh,
4: No one gets away with murder. The Russians
3: just livid. He didn't know what to think. And and he's really the Spanish guy. This is his first time in America. He's on some H-1 visa. He don't like the cops, and he's sitting in the car with a murderer. What the hell is he supposed to do? So, Lopez, (laughs) the bastard, he waits until the butcher's sleeping in the front seat... And then he leans back to the Russian, and he whispers, Hey, man, I don't trust that Frenchman. We can't afford to be found out. we got to do away with him.
4: Unbelievable. Yeah,
3: so then then they tell the mad Russian at the next motel, and he was pissed. (laughs) But they all had a good laugh, and it was over. (laughs) So, you ever kill anyone? Holy shit, man. You should see your face. You're as white as a friggin' sheet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good one. You want to know if I've killed someone? No. But that's what you're thinking, ain't it? No. I, I mean, I just You thought... just thought that maybe I was the guy from the manhunt, that Tucker Macklin guy.
4: It was a stupid guy. You know, long day, ride with a stranger, snowstorm. So what if I told you I was? I don't want to know.
3: No, I didn't say I was, now. Did I? I just asked what you would do if I was. I, 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 don't know. Like maybe overpower me with your doctor's bag? No, of course not. Yeah, you're you're pretty much not able to do anything right now, are you?
4: Look, I I really don't want to talk about this anymore.
3: Why? What's the matter? I'm not
4: scaring you, am I? No, I just I just I don't want to talk about it. That's all. Oh,
3: shit.
4: What?
3: Uh, lights up ahead. Some sort of roadblock or something. Maybe it's true No, we're we're not there yet. It's only been 15 miles or so. There, see that flashing blue light? Yeah. Truck's jackknife. There's only one lane. All right, we're coming up to a cop. Be cool. I I could get out here. The officer could just. You're not going anywhere. What? You heard me. You're gonna sit there and not make a sound. Why? Why? You're the brainiac. You figure it out.
4: You're not. That's
3: right. Oh shit, Sherlock! You got it on the money before. Macklin. Macklin. Tucker. Macklin. <laughs> You'll notice the handle's rusted out of your door. Don't try to run. It. How did you? I experience? checked this truck out before I stole it. It's an old beater, and no one's gonna know it's gone for at least another week. So you keep cool, or I will wring your scrawny oh, neck. God. Do you understand oh, me? Yeah. Yes. 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 Are we clear? Shut up, or I'll kill you right
5: here.
0: Where are you folks headed?
3: Uh, Evening, officer. Nice night. Great night highways closed? Um, no sir, uh, I didn't know. Yeah, how far are you headed? Uh, friend and I are going to Churro. Okay, well, be careful. This tractor trailer's not the only accident on the road. We shouldn't be out here. Only as long as we need to be, sir, I promise you. All right. Sir? Uh,
1: yes, officer? You keep your friend awake and your eyes peeled. Snow's coming down so fast it's easy to lose your tracks and drive yourself right off the road. Yes, uh, sir?
3: Are you all right? Uh, my buddy's just a little under the weather himself, officer. must be going around with a storm. Yeah, right under right. Don't weather. worry, though. We'll, we'll keep an eye on each other. Won't we, buddy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You don't look so good, sir. Do you need an aspirin or something? Uh, I, I... I think he just needs to lay down. Don't you, man? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be all right. Well, okay. Just, uh, get yourselves home as soon as you can, but take your time. Temperature's gonna drop... Like a skating rink in a couple hours. No problem, officer. Thanks. Uh, Don't worry, we'll be home free long before then. Where do you live? Really,
4: just drop me anywhere, okay? You are
3: really gonna piss me off if you make me repeat every little question.
4: Uh, Sumner Street.
3: What's the name of your favorite childhood pet?
4: What? Okay, okay, uh, Dusty.
3: Dusty Sumner. I can see that.
4: I don't, I mean, I don't understand.
3: It's simple. You put your favorite pet's name with the street where you live, and then you get your porn star name.
4: Porn star name?
3: Yeah, you know, the name you'd go by if you were in like a flesh flick. Oh. Guess mine. Uh, Rogue, Rover? <laughs> Not even close. Groovy, Maine.
4: You, you had a dog named Groovy?
3: No, cat. Russian blue. Cute little thing. Of course, that was my old address. Sounds better than Groovy Cell Block F, don't you think?
4: Huh. You, you're kidding about the whole uh whole Tucker Macklin thing, right? What's your name? Arnold.
3: <laughs> just Arnold? Who the hell are you? Like Madonna or Sting or Prince? or like You just get one name? Arnold? What is it, your first or your last name?
4: Beck. My, my last name... My my name is Arnold
3: Beck. There you go. That wasn't so hard, was it? Arnold Beck. Let me guess, Arnold Beck. You're a computer geek, right? Aren't you, Arnold Beck? N-
4: no. Well, I use computers, but... Uh... No,
3: let me guess. I- I'm good at this shit. Okay. Um, you work for the government somewhere? Um, you're a bureaucrat or something. Um, you work in a cubicle, right?
4: No, I... I... Accountant!
3: You're an accountant. That's it. That's what you do, yeah.
4: Well, actually, more of a bookkeeper. Hey,
3: told you I'm good at this stuff.
4: <laughs> What's your name?
3: You know my name. No, no. You know my name, Arnold. You got it on the first try. I mean, you should be happy. You're real smart, aren't you? No. Look, look.
4: I, w- I won't tell anybody anything.
3: Goddamn straight, you won't. I don't know, Arnie. Like... I mean, on one hand, I like you, but then I... I just want to go home. I don't want to hey, do this. Hey, you stood out there. You're bold as brass. Like you were some kind of knight or something. What the hell did you call it? What? You know, like, like Rom. He was on a like a, a case or a crusade or... quest?
4: A noble quest?
3: Yeah, you were on a quest.
4: Look, you you said it yourself. I'm nobody. We can just forget this whole thing. You know, I... there's a game I like to play when I'm driving. Arnold. Please, I, I know you'll like this one. It's like your porn star game, but it's a twist.
3: Okay, Arnold Beck, how do you play?
4: Well, you have two people with names. The last name make a third person's name. I don't get it. I'll, I'll go first. It's fun, really. I'm just, I'm not good at explaining things.
3: This is getting really boring really fast, Arnold.
4: No, I'll give you a classic example. You'll like this one. It's from Bewitched. Remember that show?
3: But you said you don't watch TV I
4: said I don't own a television but I've seen some TV shows who hasn't seen Bewitched right okay fine okay like I said this is a classic Dick Sergeant Dick York you put their last names together and you get Sergeant York yeah
3: okay yeah I can see that
4: alright now you go
3: I, I, I can't think of any
4: okay okay I'll, I'll go again alright Sure. Uh, Larry King and, uh, Larry David makes King David.
3: I don't get it. Oh,
4: come on. Sure you do. Their last names? Their first names are Larry. Are you calling me stupid? No. 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 Of course not. Okay. I got one. See? Yeah. I told you to get the hang of it.
3: The Larry King thing gave me the idea. Okay. Go ahead. B.B. King. Yeah. B. Arthur. Uh huh. That'd give you King Arthur, right?
4: Well... I... Right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you said B.B. B. King, and there's only one B for B. Arthur, but still... I... Maybe
3: we should just end the ride right here.
4: No. I mean, we're
3: not in Churro. sure Good point, Arnold. I mean, there's no point not taking you home. After all, I'd love to meet your wife. She must be getting real worried about you, right?
4: So, tell me the truth, you're not
3: really Macklin, right? You know the answer to that, Arnold.
4: You're just playing with me? You're just trying to upset me? You almost had me going. I mean, you can't be Macklin.
3: Okay, I'll bite. Alright, why am I not Macklin?
4: Because you'd have to be pretty smart to get all the way from Ontario to here in just a couple of days. Avoid the whole manhunt.
3: Oh, so I'm not smart. I just mean, it, it's quite a coincidence. Maybe it's fate. Arnold, do you keep up on the news?
4: I told you, I read. I read the paper every day. And, well, I'm just saying, criminals always get caught somewhere. It's impressive that you made it this far. Yeah, well, maybe I'm no criminal. That's what I mean. Macklin wasn't a murderer. He was just somebody who robbed a bank once. Yeah, what would have got away with it, too, if they snabbed one of my partners and they took us down and... You're not Tucker Macklin.
3: You need to stop... saying that.
4: I, I'm sorry. I mean, you can't be... I... It's just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I
3: said I'd stop. Then shut your goddamn mouth. It's only supposed to be
4: Mary who knew. She's the only one who knew. You what? You're right, you know. Marriage is about making choices. Mary hates that I'm a bookkeeper. She's never said it straight out, but I know. I mean, it's in her eyes every time I come home. We... We can't all be of a noble quest, Mr. Macklin. At least not until we've suffered. It's like being angry without a focus. I completely understand why you like Ron. What do you mean? How you lose a little bit of your humanity to put on the righteous armor of the night. But tell me, really, I won't tell. I'll keep quiet. I know how to keep a secret. You can be sure of that. You're not Macklin.
3: Ah, Jesus, you are an idiot. You are a goddamn idiot, Arnold. Do I have to show you my club card or something? Look in the back of the cab. Yeah? What do you see?
4: Some clothes. Turn on the light. It's a jumpsuit with a number on the front.
3: Right, and these clothes I'm wearing, they were in the truck when I took it. Lucky, huh?
4: And that's prisoner's garb in the back.
3: You catch on real quick, Ernie.
4: What happened to the people you stole the truck from?
3: You don't really want to know, do you, Arnold?
4: Actually, I do, Tucker.
3: So, at least you believe me now.
4: Yeah, I believe you. I know a little about your escape, Tucker. They say you've been in and out of prison since you were a kid. Yeah, so what? Nothing. Except you're no murderer never even assaulted anyone.
3: That uh, doesn't mean there's not a first time. Don't
4: worry, Tucker. I won't tell. I told you that. I always keep my word. You don't have to threaten me. You know the thing about anger?
3: Yeah, what about it? Nothing.
4: I just find all this, well, rather ironic. Yeah, why? The news reports all talk about a connection between your escape and the highway murders. I don't
3: know nothing about that, man.
4: No, of course not, Tucker. You don't have a family, do you, Tucker? What's that got to do with anything? Just making conversation. You wanted to meet my wife. I... would I just remembered that the article said you had no family. Juvenile hall to foster home all your life, right? Yeah, so what? I never had kids. Not with the experiences of my father. But you really should consider marriage, Tucker. Yeah, it can be difficult, sure. But it's also... motivating. Turn off the light, will you? See? That's what my father taught me best. And I never got it until just a couple of weeks ago. Are you deaf? I told you to turn off I that mean, light. I mean, it just hit me. And then it all came together. Constant disappointment. You, you never really attain what you can become without cutting out the distractions. Distractions? And, and you don't you? cut out the distractions you? until your anger reaches a critical mass. What the hell is that? And when it reaches that threshold, you? when you can't think anymore, like you're going to scream, poof, just like that. Clarity. It's all so very clear. What the hell are you I'm, doing with I'm that sorry, bag? I'm sorry, Tucker. I told you I'm a terrible at explaining things. The bag here, down. Look, at, look at this. You'll really want to see this. D-
3: take your hands out of the bag, or I'll break Just them off. Just
4: opening it for you to see, Tucker. Then you'll know what I mean. Just look here in my case.
3: What is? What is it? You wanted oh, to meet my it. wife, Tucker.
4: What the fuck? Rid the world of wickedness. Oh, God. I used to get so angry there. That's with a Mara woman's hat. Nearly drove me Jeez. mad. She <laughs> called it midlife crisis, but it's not when <laughs> it happens. It's who you are when it hits you. Damn it, Clarity. Mary was what? the first one to know. She can keep a secret now. So can you. Too. Oh, noble quest, Tucker. Rom destroyed the shape shifters, Tucker. That's what they all were. There get was get this away sweet girl I picked up first. She was a prostitute. Oh, no. And that, that punk graffiti writer. Me. He was top of his class. No one knew his shadow self at all. Oh, the other hitchhiker. I wouldn't believe the things he told me, Tucker. You have to start somewhere, right? I just hate. Living the lie, too. Showing one face and having another. It makes me so angry. But it's so cleansing afterwards. like, like I'm finally worthy. I, I wish Father could see me now. He'd be so proud. Where are you going, Tucker? No one can hear you. I know, I know, Mary. I, I know, Mary. I know, Mary. I won't forget the night. Th- thank you, dear. No, I can can do up my own top button. I, I know it's cold outside. Be back in a moment, okay? Just stay here where it's warm. ditch the truck, uh, but we'll have some time before they identify the body. No, it, it's uh, it's okay, man. Well, we'll find a place for Tucker. You know I wouldn't squeeze the two of you together like that. We'll just have to be comfortable in the seat beside you. Yeah, like my grandmother used to say, if you don't behave, I'll give you your head and your hands to play with. I really like that song. <coughs> How did it go again, Tucker? The big candy, yeah, it's a land that's fair and right. The handouts grow on the bushes, and you sleep out every night. Our boxcars all are empty, the sun shines every day. I'm bound to go, and there ain't no snow. When the sleet don't fall, and the winds don't blow, and the big rock candy mountain. Go ahead, join in, Mary. Oh, right right. <laughs> You're not very good at singing. You haven't got the lungs for it. (laughs) Oh, the buzzing of the bees.
0: When someone claims to know the the truth, when clarity exists in the eyes of another and their righteous hand sweeps in to shake yours, run screaming. For when a burning anger meets the long and weary road, beware of the hitchhiker along the highways of the Shadowlands.
2: The Seven Deadly Sins Episode 5 Anger, The Hitchhiker was created and written by Jack J. Ward Logan Howe played Arnold Beck Jeff Brown was Tucker Macklin Jack Ward performed the role of the police officer and Manfred Onward was the radio announcer Shadowlands theme music was created by Christopher Moreno. Incidental music themes and scores by Sharon D. Editing by Paul Patterson and Jack J. Ward. Sound effects and digital landscape by Andrew Dorfman. Shadowlands is directed and produced by Jack J. Ward and Andrew Dorfman and recorded in the sound studios of CKDU 97.5 FM in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Shadowlands Theatre is a work of fiction. All dramatic material within is for entertainment purposes only. Any references to real events, businesses, or locales are intended only to give the fiction a sense of reality and authenticity and not to describe any actual conduct. Any character's resemblance to an actual person, either living or dead, is entirely coincidental. For more information on the Shadowlands, go to our website at www.shadowlandstheater.com.
0: Before the calling of Christ, the seven sins as much as the seven virtues were known in one form or another in most cultures and religions. And yet the first, the first sin that Lucifer committed was pride before God. Strange how the greatest of all sins is considered the most potent of strengths in the Shadowlands.
6: Please wake up. <sighs> It is time to waken. I'll let thee rest later. I promise.
5: It hurts.
6: Tis the manacles. Don't struggle, or the barbs will bleed thee more.
5: Why? Please, why? No, you know why. No, I swear to Almighty God, I do not. Please, who are ye?
6: So, so dark. Here I am. Do ye remember me now? Good. I see that you do. What is thy name? <laughs> this is thy last chance to see heaven. Our Lord waits on his throne of gold. Will ye not go with Him? Oh, I, I want to go. What is thy name?
5: John... Goodman. And why are you here, John Goodman? Because I have sinned against God and nature. Yes,
6: ye have practiced the dark arts and suckled a Satan's child now, a
5: warlock. The book.
6: Pain helps you to focus, but you mustn't overdo it. We have thy soul to consider. The book! Where is the book? Protect me, O Lord, from yon witch's eye. Keep me safe from his blasphemy and his dark appetite for eternal damnation. Hold me to the bosom of our Lord's mother, and safe within the flock as a lamb is to his shepherd. <laughs> Peace, John. Peace. <laughs> we have struggled, so. Very long now.
5: Remember what happened I I I remember Drayton. Before Drayton, do you remember thy mission for Christ? Yes. Yes. I was on the road to Drayton Town. I was summoned. No. I said the church the church was summoned. Yes. upon
6: the damnable crevins. There was an accusing and the church was busy
5: with other accusations and they sent me. Did you not want to go, John? Oh, I was happy. I wanted to rid our world of the sin that inhabits our land, the many concubines of the beast. So much evil. They said I was ready. I learned as much as I could, prepared all that I could, but nothing prepared me for. To come.
0: I was weak. I was weak. In Jesse's
5: name, I was so very weak.
6: Shh. I stand with thee now. Can you feel the stamp cough upon my head? I know it is hard to stand, but it will take the weight off thy manacles. Lean a little against the wall. Uh, oh, There, that will help thee. Now tell me, John. Tell
5: me all that occurred. I I walked down the road full of hope. I was doing God's work. I know that even now there was power and such clarity of me shining in his grace. Tell me, John. Ah!
6: John, tell me. I won't let ye rest until you do. Water?
5: Please! My
6: throat is raw. Soon, John. You weren't traveling
5: alone. So thirsty then, too. I stopped by a river. Three weeks, no rain. It was part of the case. Townsfolk of Drayton had to prove her a witch, for she had fouled their crops in bitterness. I stopped by the side of the road. The path was dust like chalk. I remember. Goffing all day as I walked upon it. I bent with my face, directly in the lake, sucking up the water. I heard something from behind
2: me and turning nearly fell in. Good afternoon. Might I take a moment and rest beside ye?
0: It's been a long road as a director for
1: me. I've been trained as a drama and English teacher and have no problem being directive when I need to with my students, but directing trained actors in their roles has always struck me as something I had a little business doing. It was only in the last few years that I put away my doubts and decided that I wanted to work hard to get the actors to hit particular notes in the scripts. It's not ego that drove me to this, but rather the actors themselves. One of the main complaints was that I didn't give enough direction to understand the voice and focus of their characters, and it only makes sense. As an actor in audio drama, you don't live with the characters nearly as long as you would in a stage play. You don't often have the time to pull their quirks apart and place lines under a microscope for any kind of clues to the backstory. Actors in the audio world really lean on the writer-director to help set their compass. The trick is not to be so stringent that actors feel totally hemmed in by the directions. You know, I've always loved when an actor brings something illuminating to the role or the lines because I know they've bought into the project, and they really want to make it a better one. I've always loved collaborating with someone who gets where I want to go. That's the trick. Make sure you're planning to go to the same destination as the director, and then figure out the best way to get there. The only time I've had to put on the brakes is when the actor may not understand the tone or the message of the story in the end. Tonight's actors instinctively understood what I was looking for in The Hitchhiker. Next week, we visit my first run on Soul Survivor, which looks at the deadly sin of gluttony. Until then, thanks for listening. I'm Jack Ward for Electric Vicuna Podcast.